for people that don't know, yeah. Um, let's do, wait, time um, out. But as Evan says, let's do our official introduction. It's not even what I fucking say, okay? That's what you do say. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are the ones that are addicted to the stupid song. We are. I, I am. I played as a joke I need it at, at least for like, like 10 oh, seconds and I'm good. Okay. No, not okay, 10 thank, seconds. Thank God. It was, it, let's not even do it. Yeah, let's not do it. Mm. So for uh, like me and I think a lot of the people, we know you as ShutterNug207. Uh, to the to the rest of the civilized world outside the marijuana community, you are. Uh, my name is Joe. Joe. So we got Joe on today, and um, I think we'll probably be airing this. I would have to assume in the season that has to do with photographers or something like no, that. No, we're running it whenever the hell we want. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna put them in the women yeah. with cannabis season for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Starring J Rod. Just drop them the whenever. Is, what do we? You he kind of came up recently in the scene. I would say, uh, along with many people, you know, as far as in the Instagram community and stuff, it's relatively new scene for cannabis, and then cannabis on Instagram is even fresher and newer. I would say. So, uh, and big onto into cannabis photography. You also did a little bit of um, of a, like portraits and stuff like that with some of the protests that recently happened. But the big thing that you're focused on is cannabis and photography. Um, I don't know if you want to just. Go ahead and dive right in on how you started in the cannabis industry and, and with photography and when you started to combine those two. Yeah, so I bought my first camera, um, I think it was like March of 2018, so I've only been doing it a couple of years. Um, I really used to focus a lot on like the portrait photography and some of the more commercial mainstream mediums of photography, but I had a friend I went to high school with who had a small uh, delivery company, had his own grow. So he had me come out and do some photography for him, and I was uh, for weed maps. Uh, well, just come on, baby, say yeah, it. Instagram, uh, <laughs> whatever. Um, awesome, that's great. Yeah, and I was blown away with how much more difficult marijuana photography was compared to shooting people or what, anything like it, that. Was it people you were shooting more before? Yeah, I mean, I think I mean, is it a like a natural evolution of a photographer to well, want to develop? That you got into photography in, in, in itself in 2018. Yeah, and I was so that was like, that's a relatively new thing. So you really kind of probably I assume the 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 progression was a lot faster. You probably didn't spend a lot of time with people and stuff. You jumped pretty heavily into cannabis right away. No, nope. I didn't really go heavy into uh, <coughs> cannabis photography until this past fall. Um, so before that, it was mostly I had a really oh of 19 portfolio. fall of 19. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, last year. All right. Um, but no, I did a lot of like automotive photography, um, portraiture, landscapes, cityscapes. I, I kind of tried to dabble in everything. Um, and I kind of recommend that approach to anyone getting into photography because right. that's how you find out what, what you, you like want to shoot do and, and what you don't like to do. So yeah. um, I started the cannabis thing just as kind of a side project, just something to see where it would go. Um, I was just buying weed at uh, dispensaries and shooting it on my own time and just tagging the growers and kind of building up my following that way. Um, and then I kind of started offering, well, hey, I'll work for free product, medicine. Yep. Um, and it just kind of took off from there. And I just awesome. want, I want to I ask you one question because I personally get this question a lot in the DM. Um, I will say there's people always like, like toot my horn about like pulling followers, whatever, whatever. This guy's better than me. This guy pulls more followers almost daily more than any other person on the gram right now. And like and I think it's really interesting that he's able to continue to do it through his just strictly art as well. It's it's photography but it's art. So you've done some pretty good recognition though too. I, I I feel like I've for someone that just came onto the marijuana scene you said last fall, I feel like I've seen you in a lot of Pretty big everywhere. name publications. Everywhere. You know, which He's is like, everywhere. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean. Like that's like the 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 seed of being able to like plant so now yourself. You know what the next question is right. What's the fucking secret? No, right. No, it is like what is as as anyone that looks at you or me or anyone that wants to grow, whatever that may not really plants but grow as someone in the industry. What is your advice? Um, I think a lot of it just comes down to you know the clients and the people that I work with just reposting my work and, you know, getting tagged when someone posts your pictures, that kind of stuff. Because when I post, I don't get followers off of my posts. I get it off when people share my posts. You know right. what I mean? So this community has a really great community vibe, and people tend to network and share work and stuff like that. And, you know, even other photographers will share each other's work a lot. Yeah. Oh, oh. The pennies and the bongs are clanking <laughs> over here. 
<laughs> yeah, and, and I will say it. that, Bria, yeah, yeah. and, and I was saying that before the I've hung out with you personal a few times with a few other photographers, Marimon and Mike and uh, Coolis. Uh, What's uh, Brian Caxel? Brian, yeah, Callis and Colex. Callis and yeah. yeah, thank you. And uh, I will say, man, out of all like the like micro like niches in this community, it seems that like you, the photographers are all on the same damn page. Yeah, we're pretty damn close. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys are all trying to work as a greater forward, and I think that's really fucking dope. Yeah, no, it's very community minded. You know, we're kind of a small collective, and we all you know, give each other feedback, support each other. Um, there are a lot of times that someone will come to me with an idea and if I feel like maybe Dr. Gonzo or someone else in the industry might handle their project a little better, I have no, no problem referring them to one of my colleagues because, you know, these guys all do great work. We all do things a little different. We all have our strengths and whatnot. Are people, are, are people whether it's a cultivator, whoever you're working with, a brand in the industry, um, depending on the product that they're asking for. Are they asking for particular shots now or looks? Yeah, are, are, they, are they like, oh, can I, are they, like, I need, are they asking yeah. for further than just shoot my product? Or, or are you allowed to say, no man, I, this is what I'm, this is how I want to do it or this is how I like doing it? Um, everyone's different and I feel <laughs> like not everyone knows what goes into what we do. Um, some people think, you know, hey, if I see this on Instagram, uh, you know, I'll just ask any f cannabis photographer to do it. We all do things a little different. You know, some of us stack, some of us do video, some mm -hmm. of us, you know. I heard that term stack when uh, I met uh, Marijuana Mike and Dr. and uh, Dr. Gonzo uh, one one night out here. Well, everyone sees, um, I feel like, Eric Nug shots, and then they're like, can you do that? <laughs> they never realize, like, how, how, how complex, and I didn't either, until I talked to uh, Marijuana Mike and Dr. Gonzo. And obviously, you probably understand it's it's it is so complex. You know, that's very time time consuming. I think it's like what he said though. You tackle what you're best at, and you excel at that. And add add another uh, repertoire to it. I think the idea of going into modeling or shooting people opens up different avenues of presentation for product. If you want, if you decidedly merge the two worlds, but I'd rather see it almost stay independent right now. I'd rather see what that exploration could could turn into. What people want. What, I guess, you, what you want to shoot. How do you see photographers making a living off of, in, in the cannabis industry? Like, they're, what would, where do you see that? Is more like selling prints or selling the services? I, we hear it a lot that a lot of the photographers right now are just receiving trade-off. They want to find a way to break into monetizing the business a little bit more. What are some things that go through your head and maybe that should be going through others, like the thought process of how to, how to start turning some money from it? And more money than maybe than what's, than what's happening right now. You know, the, the fair compensation, I guess, is well, what I would say. How, how does the compensation feel right now? Is it, um, is it worthwhile or is it trying to gear it towards monetary more? I don't think there's really a standard yet because there are so few of us that do it and we're all different. Some of us just do it as a hobby and yep. they're happy to do it in exchange for medicine. And then some of us do charge and set our own rates. So um, I really, as far as different avenues or different ways to build value in photography, I think there are multiple aspects of it. You know, one, you're, you're getting high-quality images of something that you put a lot of hard work into. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's why I work mostly with cultivators, because they want to show off the product. They just spend months, you know, curing and uh, getting ready for the market. But it also gives you another avenue for advertising. Um, you know, my page has 2,200 followers. A lot of the other cannabis photographers are anywhere in that, that range. Yep. So you're getting access <laughs> to our audience. Um, you know, a lot of times... I'll talk to clients after I work with them and ask them if they saw a bump in followers or something like that. So if you value, you know, interactions and things like that on social media, um, photography can kind of give you another way to, to get your name out there to people. Um, and then you mentioned selling prints. A lot of us do sell prints. You know, I think there's a market for probably a couple local services to kind of help photographers get their prints out to people. Yeah, right. Um, it's kind of just freelancing right now. Some of us use different sites and different platforms. Um, I have worked with one local company that I'll plug, which is uh, Print My Bud, Full Court Press. Yeah, right. They did yep. some prints for me. That's the only local company I've worked with on prints, and they did a great job. So That's awesome. Was that um, in do? Was that the uh, donation or fundraising uh, print? 
That what, I actually that? just did through a mail service that yeah. I used to use before I started doing them locally. Oh, okay. Um, but yes, I do have a print that Zero Gravity has that yeah. they'll be auctioning off for charity sometime soon. Awesome. Oh, right on. Awesome. For the uh, main growers. I've products. been catching that. Nice. You guys have been doing, I thought there was a relationship going on there where you guys, how many of you are there, photographers who are working with Zero Gravity? Um, I, I or, have or, no idea how many people they work with. Um, this is more through the, the main growers alliance. They're the ones that are gotcha. hosting the auction. Um, but yeah, you guys did a large uh, video sequence as well, correct? Or was there a group? Or was that the same night? That might have been main cannabis media. Yeah, no, he was right. Yep. Yeah, main well, cannabis also, media. Pretty impressive I didn't know if you were there with that. that, like if they were getting a lot of that solved in one night or. Yeah, we no, had we had Eric like in the studio last night to, uh, for a quick mini sesh. Could have used a photo op then, right? Yeah, you know? right, right. We need to be able to start putting people's faces on the walls and pictures. <laughs> yeah, that's the last thing most people want your face on a wall. Who would you? Who would you have to say like? A, and it could be yourself even too. As far as like, who do you see as trying to really push the boundaries of? cannabis photography whether it's through technology or through innovation of their own who do you really see as being like the pioneer in Maine for cannabis photography uh, it's a tough question to answer when I first started um, I was recommended to reach out to marijuana Mike and 207 trees who I don't think is really active in the uh, you, you just asked me about him yeah, yeah 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 he just asked me about him yeah um, so those are two people that I reached out to who I was told these are kind of the, the gold standard right now in cannabis photography. Um, as far as people that I see, you know, pushing and progressing, you know, Dr. Gonzo definitely is, is pushing his art to a really high level. Mm -hmm. um, very clean photography, very advanced macro. So, you know, I, I look to him as kind of someone who's setting the trend and kind of pushing the, uh, the envelope here locally. Um, and then Marijuana Mike, I look at as someone who's been in doing this for so long that, yeah. you know, they've kind of built up that, that following and, and he's still looking for different ways to, to push his art to a different level and offer different things. Talking about cannabis, of course, because this is the main podcast. What are your personal like favorite strains that you like smoking? Um, a lot of punch strains. You're no, a punch guy. Yeah, uh, I just tried um, Punch Breath from Funky Fuel. Yeah, I've had that from Rocksteady too. Punch Breath's good. Nice. Um, I just feel like punch genetics tend to to pair up really well with anything. So yeah. I tend to I tend to find a lot of the gassier, fruitier strains. And now, are those your favorite strains to uh, take pictures of, too, or no? It really depends. I mean, I'll use, like, Mac and GMO, for example. Those are really popular strains that a yeah. lot of people grow, and they don't shoot the same from one grower to the next. Right. They're really specific to how they were not only cultivated but handled after yeah. they were harvested and things like that. So, um, yeah, no two, no two crops are alike. No two phenos are alike. It's really unique to each grower and their process. You could grow um, like a punch and and you could shoot it and, and have expectations and ex-harvest say, they said, yeah, let's do that punch again with something else and it's not going to give you the same look, is it? There's going to be something that happened from its birth. I mean, to its uh, triple chocolate by. chip is a great example because I've shot that strain from at least like four or five different growers and I've seen it like dark, deep purple, and I've oh, seen it with yeah. almost no purple in it. So, so many different interpretations of that one. Yeah, you're right. There are just a lot of variables. You know, cannabis is uh, more mm -hmm. art than science sometimes. You know what I mean? And definitely the easiest way to get a good picture is with good equipment. There has to be some techies that are probably listening right now, and they're wondering, what do you shoot with? And you don't have to give away something maybe that you don't want to, because obviously <clears throat> research has gone in time to figure it out. But what are you willing to give away? What do you use? to get the pictures that we're normally seeing. So I'm super transparent, and I actually <laughs> put that right in my bio. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah, we vetted that. We knew that. This was a staged question. <laughs> yeah, that was. Thank you. Um, but no, I've had plenty of other photographers and even, you know, growers or extractors who are like, hey, I want to do my own photography. Anyone who asks me, I'll always tell them what I'm working with for equipment. Mm -hmm. So I am a Sony guy. I have an A7 II right now, which is a full-frame mirrorless mm -hmm. camera. Um, I did purchase an A7 III, which is just the, the bump up from that. Um, and for most of my cannabis photography, I use a 90 millimeter 
uh, 2.8 macro G series Sony lens. Well, so how are you? How, so what do you like for your distance? And for anyone that know, doesn't know what, they can, what camera that means, neither do I. Music? But it sounds really good. Music. <laughs> it feels very nice. What? What's the ideal distance that you're? And this might have changed and evolved, and even and yeah, I'd say a little bit of both. When you first started shooting uh, cannabis, what were you playing with? Like, what what kind of setting were you uh, creating, or how were you propping up? Uh, I'm not really looking for the prop up and stuff, but how's that yep. changed? Like maybe uh, give an example of sort of an evolution on how you're staging your shots a little bit more. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I've never looked at any like resources or any professionals when it came to how I was doing that. I just yeah. kind of tried to see what works and have just kind of evolved my process based on that. Um, at first I would just shoot bud like in, you know, a container or whatever like that, or just in a pile of nugs. Yep. Then once I started, I like a presentation kind of, Hey, look what I've got. Yeah. That kind of, okay. Yeah. Just under normal lighting or what have you. Um, eventually I got myself a pretty, I would say cheap, you know, under $50, just a little light box from Amazon. Yep. Um, so that's my light source. So I shoot under constant light. Um, and then I... Ooh, this music is a, dope. <laughs> I just have a black insert Came that goes in there to, uh, to yeah, give it that it. black background. I think black's best for contrast. Yeah. But um, sometimes I'll even use like a paperclip. Um, high sale over in Auburn. Uh, oh, we had him on the show. Yeah, and, and one of the guys there was like, here, use this paperclip. And you stick the butt on the paperclip and the... Uh, the other part of it balances was itself. That, oh, was, it, was that Bogart by chance? <laughs> it, it wasn't. Oh, oh wow. That seemed like such a Bogart trick. Shout out to Bogart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I just kind of do what works. I'll, I'll even just take like an empty cup, prop it upside down sometimes if I want to elevate the bud. Yeah. Um, a lot of times you can't really see what's going on outside of the actual, you know, nug or concentrate itself so i think when you're shooting pieces and i, I only bring this up because i have a little bit of an like a, a painting background or, or so playing with uh depth of uh space within uh for for me paintings like looking like looking at uh, what we're creating some of the artwork up here where you've got that black black that black dimension that adds a three-dimensional type of uh, feel to it like you're getting into the crevices or a little bit deeper and yeah bringing some of that detail up that balance of black and white within a piece is that something to strive for as well when you're shooting yeah, uh, like you're, production wise yeah i mean i think when you're in the moment you're just trying to find when you're shooting macro you're focused on a, a specific length or a specific focal area yeah so with cannabis you know especially plant itself like cured flower it has a lot of like valleys it's you know, very, um, it's a terrain. Crevice, say, a yeah. lot of crevices. Is so, that fair to say? I, primarily what I'm trying to do, because I shoot single exposure, I don't stack like we talked about, mm -hmm. um, is I'm trying to make sure I'm at the right focal length and I have the right part of the plan in focus and then just making sure my exposure is where it needs to be. With things like trichomes where they're so um, like translucent and they absorb and hold light, mm -hmm. if you're overexposed, you're going to wash out all that detail. You're not oh, going sure. to see the actual trichomes. It's just going to be like, whited out so yeah a lot of the other stuff we kind of depending on how much light you're letting in depend dictates your shutter time yes shutter nug right <laughs> sure yeah oh no yeah oh. yeah i mean it's it's a mixture of <clears throat> aperture uh shutter speed iso shutter sure. nug all those finding the balance shutter nug <laughs> we need to get that on one of those effects. Shutter nug. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shutter right. nug, shutter nug, shutter nug. Can we record Sunday, that? Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Some of it, somebody knows how oh, to that, do that Dude, that would, be, that would be a great idea for any guest and what their Instagram is. We'll, I'll just, like, we all can say it or I can just say it in a really ridiculous way. Like, shutter nug, 20777. <laughs> Sorry, I, I got a little intense about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, mm-hmm. I gotta grab, grab some more weed. I like the quick. colors. Ouch. I like being able to see the colors so you guys bring along or bring through. I mean, and I think from a, when you've got a, like a green nug that you're working with, you've got to find the variances and the hues that you want to want coming through, the ones that the eye are telling you to see. Yeah, white balance is definitely one of the harder aspects to nail. Um, for an example, like you talked about, if you're shooting flower that's really green you know your trichomes will absorb a lot of that green so you kind of have to play with that to 
not distort the color of the actual flower, but to keep, you know, the, the trichromes white. Yeah. So it's you threaten kind of a, a saturation axis. point. Yeah. Does I try not that? to desaturate or anything like that because yep. I want it to look as natural as possible. Right. I try not to doctor photos. You know what I mean? I want when people look at the, the picture I take, I want them to see what you would see with the naked eye if you had like the best vision in the world. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I try not to like artificially enhance anything and just really keep it as true to form as, as I possibly can. When I see, I know it's sort of a uh, traditional um, representation, but seeing the nug up, I think you've done a really good job of, of bringing the characteristics of nugs up when you've given it uh, more of that horizontal type of feel to a bud, when you found that point structurally and within the piece that you want to show off more. I like that. I, I think that builds really well. Sometimes it's almost like you're creating uh, a little bit more mountainous of a look or aesthetic, yeah. but again, you get into the crevices. Is that something, are we gonna, is there gonna come a point where what you can show doesn't necessarily need to be about the bud entirely any longer. Is there a way of um, bringing that out and still bringing, bringing it in or, or I'm not sure. I'm just, uh, I'm just throwing shit out there, man. I think, holy shit, get this man a water. I felt like I was on an episode kidding. of like with Carl, uh, Carl Sagan there. Exploring the boundaries of the universe. My artistic, my mind like that thinks to myself. I, it always did when I was painting too, because there were, some evolutions that I made within the first three, four, five years of painting that, you know, I, I kept, forgot you're a painter. I, I kept some early that. shit around so I could laugh at it later. Yeah. I mean, I but, still but I'll have... also be humbled by it too. Yeah. Like, holy shit, that, that got me going. Right. So there's a couple different levels of it too. What have you found have been the biggest changes for you since the early shadow nug to the, where you're at right now? You know, just kind of what you hinted at positioning and propping you know, the product in a way that is more uh, advantageous for presentation, I guess. I even have the first picture I ever posted on my account. It's still there. Yep. Um, it was a flower shot of Guava Tangi from Other Levels Garden. Who? Um, Who is that guy? Hey, he Who's put me guy? on the map too. He's another <laughs> yeah. one, yeah. He's all, he's all, yo, yeah, he's, he's the type of guy, if, he's, he, if he believes in you early, he'll... He'll fucking... If I didn't see him... Oh, <laughs> if I didn't see him yesterday, I would have... Uh, I would totally have uh, blown that out of the water. Like, no way, man. He gives me the blow-off all the time. Yeah. But he didn't yesterday, so well, again, thank you for that, by I, the way. Well, it's, again, it's like sometimes I'm just like, ah, this seems like a good opportunity, just like you. I'm like, I know this guy like is around like here, like not far. It's like, hey, if they're free... It's really just session him with knowing, us and just talking. Him knowing your schedule helps out, doesn't it? What? Do you know people's schedule? Yeah. Does he uh, know you that no, deep? I mean, no. I mean, not that I know their schedule. Like, I know it's like, all right, I know. Because knowing you, people's patterns can I, help. I, I, well, I just know. I just know if like, uh, if like if, if he doesn't have a, if he doesn't have fam things going on, he'll be down. So, yeah. so as soon as he replied, I'm playing 2K, I'm like, all right, there's a, then like a small chance he might be with fam, but like he might just be relaxing too. So I was like, ah, it seems like he's going to be. How is the fam? The fam is good. Yeah? Yep. Yeah, I have three kids. Um, two biological and one that I've kind of taken under my wing. So, yep. That's so I awesome. spend a lot Through of time. Through a relationship? Yeah. Does the, is the relationship yeah, still exist? No. No. Okay. Nope. So three children? Yes. On your own? A good family I mean, dynamic around you? Yeah. Others? Oh, yeah. Support systems? Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. No, I just, that's what life's about for me. You know, spend time with the kids. That's why I, I do this. I had... You know, a full-time traditional yeah. Monday through Friday job. Yeah, I forgot about um, that. And not really, but this allowed me to walk away from that, still be able to support my family, but also you know spend more time with them. So. Yeah, yeah. Needing That's minimal coverage is the way I kind of mm. refer to it right yeah. now. Minimal coverage and and getting things accomplished in life. So I hung out with you like the the night of your last week of work that we had a little shindig. Yep. Knowing I don't know how many however long it's been, what how do you feel now? Uh, I know there's probably a lot of anxiety. We, we talked about taking that plunge into the industry. How do you feel now, a couple months in, uh, after getting your feet wet and like actually, like you just said, uh, making, providing for your family and still having time? How do you? So it's actually been two months to the day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's kind of um, crazy. It's my last, my last day of work at uh, a traditional job. So 
at first, like you said, I was pretty anxious, pretty nervous. It was definitely a, a leap of faith, but you know, I spent that week where I was kind of hemming and hawing. I remember I typed out my notice and like I had it on my desk and I talked to a few people like, do I really do this? You know, <laughs> yeah, right, is this really right. what I'm gonna do? Um, but no, I just decided to go all in on myself and I haven't looked back and the community's really embraced the idea and these guys keep me busy. So no, I have no, no regrets. Hell uh, yeah. No second thoughts. Hell it's yeah. Forward and upward from here. Absolutely. And I, 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 I was hoping to God that was going to be the answer, but I always wanted to make sure because like, I just always know, like. I, I, t I did the plunge too. Like I was like, just even though I was only working a couple days a week at a valet shop for a mm -hmm. little bit, I was just like, man, if I just had a couple extra hours, if I didn't have to do that, like I think I could really make something here. So it's like, it, but it is that fear of, uh, of uh, not knowing and, you know, just being able to put it on your back. You know yeah. what I mean? Taking a step off the sidewalk. Yeah, absolutely. That's the way I like to think of it. Um, I think a lot of it's just building relationships. You know what I mean? Um, everyone in this industry is very kind of community and family minded. So if, if you show people that, you know, you have their best interests at heart and you're not just in it for the paycheck, you know, it tends to go a long ways. Mm -hmm. No, that's true. We are, uh, we are going to be seeing a change. Um, you, well, no, I, I'm not quite sure I want to go that direction yet. I was maybe, oh, where are you going? You're man? Got real oh, candid. Yeah. <laughs> Well, sometimes I, I get concerned about this uh, shift where I think I've said this quite a few times lately, but it's been on my mind about um, the uh, medical market is uh, we're no longer just going to be thinking about people in the medical market anymore. There's going to be that whole rec or adult use market as well in all different forms and all different facets. We've been setting up satellites beyond our cultivators and our right. producers um, I think we got to get grounded with it. And, you know, and I think having representation with a lot of good photographers, having people who have tried to go, uh, go in merch or, or events or, you know, keeping the culture going in so many different ways. Right. I think that's been important. I, but I don't know which side ultimately do we have to choose the side. I think, like, I think the, the classic answer we always hear is, there's a craft beer and your Bud Light. So I think there's always going to be the market of the medical. And like I said, I, I know I say this before, it's anyone that has adult use, definitely someone has adult use that's a resident, in my opinion. I mean, I guess it all depends on the quality, but again, we don't really believe too, too much in mass quantity, able to produce fire, except like uh, Rugged Roots is still on that list, in my opinion. They're still dumping out fire without a doubt. For sure. Yeah, so it's There's like... a couple people. I think, honestly, um, like Ripple Wellness, too, Tyler. You know what? That's funny yeah. that you say that. I saw yeah. him for the first time at Rocksteady Remedies. Like, I saw him on the gram, but uh, I saw it at Rocksteady Remedies. Yeah. Fire. Iron Lung does a good job, too. They're on a relatively larger... Like, just for people that I know that are pretty... Yeah, I love Iron Lung's Pittsburgh homies. I, 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 yeah. I love Iron Lung homies. <laughs> um, yeah. No, there are there are some really good also, uh, large representation. Wonder, Main Trees is a fairly large operation. Oh yeah, no, Main Trees is a relatively large. Yeah. I, I so, just wonder though too. And that GMO fucked us up. Yeah, I wonder yeah. how how much bigger the medical marijuana or the recreational market really could be as far as like in-state patients. I think you'll definitely have an influx of out-of-state patients that are tourists that are don't really you know they're not really big into the cannabis scene. But you have to think about how many people in Maine we've had medical for how long now? What's the pool of patients? I mean, yeah, they might drop out of the medical market and enter the recreational market but i don't know if we're going to see this ex like a, a, no, know, because a, a 25 or 50x in sales i just don't know if the market is big enough to support that like i feel like there's been medical for so long that if people in maine wanted cannabis at this point well, they have a card for remember like the, the percentage of people that don't is relatively small as far as like in-state people you think yeah but, but just remember and those fancy dancy rules the medical will allow to sell to rec for one year. Mm -hmm. So that's going to really possibly give a good taste in people's mouth for rec and then it fall off again. So just remember that a lot of people, a lot of companies are banking off of that one year. Like, bro, if you have your ducks in the row for that one year, you can probably retire. You're thinking. Pretty damn close, depending if you have your ducks in a row, if you got a if you're, if you're dialed in and you got the spaces, yeah, bro. 
No, it feels like a big setup as far as uh, if, if you can time it right. And these delays that we've had are no, no right. skin off anybody's back. And that's what everyone's really. been playing with. So it's <clears> like <throat> at some point, though, we are going to get hit with a... Uh... But corporate booth, dude. If we go, if we okay. So if the year, but I don't know what is record going to be. Corporate booth, though, it's not going to be. But, I mean, we're going to see some of our brands the, going up. But to who's the, though? To but the who's, level. who's in the who's besides <clears throat> who? Who's got the big space for that? We should also start using waiting. the word corporate booth because no offense, a lot of the people in the industry right now that are operating these massive facilities are corporations. They are, they have the same and, amount of money and, as, oh, well, as and, 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 and I'm not I saying they're not corporate booth either no, though. No, no, but not like, but I think the whole word corporate needs to come out of it. It's that we're in the 21st century. It's business. Businesses are corporations. They deal with a lot of money. Some of the best companies that we look up to are corporations and they have a lot of money. So the whole idea that it, I don't think money makes it let bad. Me, it's about intention, yeah. you know, in the, let me, the let me, run, let me, there's a lot of companies that are well-funded in the state of Maine that I think are relatively right. do good and they, good. they have good intentions. Good. So just like the hashtag buoy boys, do you have to be a boy to be a buoy boy? Mm -hmm. No. Right. Corporate booth, bro. Just corporate booth. Yeah. It's, it's just words. Is it better that you stay Switzerland on that whole argument? I mean, or what's your take on it? So for me, like I'm big on patient advocacy and stuff like that. Like I've always viewed cannabis as medicine. Mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty open about mental health and things like that that I struggle with. I'm very candid and transparent about that stuff because I feel like people need to be. I feel yep. like the more you talk about it, the more you kind of take the stigma away. Yeah. Um, so for me, you what know, is it that you kind of direct your attention towards <laughs> most of the time? Uh, if you if you're going to talk about those. <laughs> I mean, for me personally, you know, I've, I've dealt with depression my whole adult life, so I have no problem talking to people about that. But mm -hmm. I think mental illness is a very kind of broad scope. So I don't zero in on any one aspect of it. I just think there needs to be more services available for people. We, and like I said, just removing that stigma of uh, associating mental illness with like weakness or anything. What are like some, uh, what are, uh, speaking on that, what, what are some of the good foundations that are there for, for someone who is looking to treat themselves with, with, uh, for like depression and, and different, you know, mental, um, ailments that you're feeling or, you know, I mean, what, what are some good resources that people can reach out to or, or, or did you? Um, I've always taken a more holistic approach to my mental health as, yep. as opposed to like, you know, institutions or, um, you know, yep. pharmaceuticals or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But I know means has it given you balance. Have you found balance in it? I think finding balance is kind of a lifelong objective. Pursuit you know what I for mean? All of us. I don't think you just find it and it's mm. there. I think you're always trying to maintain balance. I think we're always getting pulled in different directions and stuff like that. Um, I think two, the main two one one system is a good resource for someone who's kind of like in a crisis point or needs, needs to be pointed in the right direction. Yeah. Um, I know there's an, an organization called NAMI, Maine, N-A-M-I, mm -hmm. um, and they specialize in mental health. Um, so I know that's a good organization to support. But other than that, I just think it's important for people to, okay. to feel comfortable asking for help if they need it, um, have a support system, have people you know you can talk to, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, I want to add another, just as a resource, uh, I personally use uh, what's called uh, eTherapy Pro. Uh, it's an online source for therapies, and you don't need any insurance, uh, and it costs, uh, what is it, $80 a month. What kind so, of treatment can you get through? Uh, just, just usually just sort of uh, an actual therapist that will, like, uh, not the psychologist, they don't, uh, psychologist, not therapist. That's not, that's not uh, psychologist, therapist, right. and not, like, like, psychiatrist, that's the one that prescribes. Yes. But not though, but not those. Yeah, and then life coaches, those, those three. So it's those three. Uh, and it's really cool. They don't care about insurance. They, it's, it's a phone call, and it's, you know, they work around your schedule. They fucking call you, and, like, yeah, it's fucking dope. It's helped me out a lot, definitely, because I'm busy as shit. So I usually talk to a therapist a twice a month. Like that. Yeah, twice a month I'll talk to my therapist on the phone about all sorts of shit. Some, and it's best part, he's out in Colorado, and he doesn't, like, care about cannabis at all. That's cool. So mm -hmm. it's, 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 like, super funny. I have to, like, explain to him, like, I'm talking to my dad, like, <laughs> all right, dude, this is what's going on here in fucking Maine. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you won't believe this shit, Bob. That's all his name. His name is like Aries or something. It's cool. been really interesting watching the evolution of like the public perception about cannabis. Oh yes, especially dude. And, in Maine. And even within the last six to eight months, how have you noticed it changed most? Um, 
I will use my mother as an example. Um, when I was actually kicked out of the house at one point for smoking pot in the house. This was probably in my like late teens, early twenties. Hell yeah. Um, and now she she smokes occasionally. Uh-huh. So it's it's come that far. Her acceptance it was, of it. And a, a lot of it was the legality of it. You know what I mean? Of course. For, yeah. for that baby boomer generation, you know, they were very, don't break the law, don't do what you're not told to do. Cannabis was very demonized, and there's a lot of propaganda out there to really create this bad image of cannabis. So I think uh, seeing that kind of get dissolved away has been a really cool uh, process to watch. It's... I think a lot of the growers who were in Maine, even when it was early uh, medicinal, when they when they could start growing back in the early two thousands, um, not much of them, not many of them believed in it. Believed that there would it would probably ever get to this point, and and uh, that we're talking maybe about a you know an eighteen year career. Most of these guys, no, they they haven't been doing it say 20, 20 years or so, but pretty close to that too, kind of as it started to open up a little bit more. Um, you tell them that they would be playing the way they are now. Yeah, bro. As a business, yeah. as a corporation. On the books. <laughs> on the books. And it's foreign, foreign to some, but some are right all over it. Right. You know, and it, I think um, making that transition or not choosing to make that transition. I was going to say, you still see a lot of people who have been doing this a long time and they still have that kind of black market mentality. They don't like to have their face associated with their their brand. You don't see them take selfies on Instagram. They're still like in that Hiding. mindset. Yeah, yep. like I can't be out there. I can't just publicly grow weeds. So it's it's uh, interesting to see the different takes people have on it. Yeah, there's two extremes, definitely. I feel like the cannabis industry of like your cannabis playboys and then you have your ones that are like... <laughs> We're like really yeah, good point. Good yeah, point. really behind the scenes. They're like, yo, if you even like take a picture of me, like it's done, bro. Yeah, like, some like, might see like, like, They're like in the and like they're like in the way back. You know what I mean? There's like, yeah, yeah, right. It's the Bigfoot shot. Hey, that was the head yeah, girl yeah. over there. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I feel like also too the biggest like the biggest thing that's happened now with this generation for the last versus the ones prior to is like back in the day, no one really asked that like. It was almost conservative. What do you do for work? You know, or, or what is, or, you know, how much money are you making this year? Nowadays, you, you, the first like three seconds you meet someone, they're like, hey, yeah, so uh, what are you doing for work? Uh, how much money are you making this year? Question. How big is your house? All this stuff. It's like, what, what, well, you want to you wanna speak to my account or something? I don't know what the fuck you're trying to figure out. So I feel like that's what's happened now is everyone's so curious about people. There's like the breakdown of like what you should be asking people and what's acceptable. Yeah, I don't ask those fucking questions. Yeah, I do. I, been I, it's not really them. I never not ask, the thing to do. I never ask someone what they do because I fucking hate hate that question to me. Oh, what do you do? Do you have an hour? Like it, like it defines <laughs> like, Do you have you. one hour of your time? Like, like, I will give you an hour of my time to explain, like, what I do. I've but always felt that, like it's too defining and not in the yeah. way that I want I, it to maybe be. Maybe that's why I don't even, I almost, like, I've wondered, why don't I ask? Not because I'm not curious. Most of the time I am, but maybe it's because that, because once you do find out, sometimes you lock people into a box just yeah. because of what they say, you know? Right. It's, it's not, but it is it's the easiest direction to find out what's uh, what's most on the forefront of what, what you're doing right now. Right. So How many people it do you ask that really, that other than, like, people in the cannabis industry and even some in the cannabis industry if you ask do you love your job do you think it's a representation of your life most of them will tell you fuck no you right know? right a hundred percent so like that's why it's almost like it doesn't even, it's never really mattered it never should matter but i wish i was that confident this guy's walking he looks like he's wearing a dress bro. yo this guy just give no fucks and i'm bro. not hating at all like, no 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 he's confident as he's hell bro. i hope he punches Pat somebody Pat i hope <laughs> the funny thing is, is he's like yeah he's i would he's wearing he's like, like a dress the- with like a carhartt oh, hat damn. and some um <laughs> that was Some a pretty perks. cool look. Some Birkenstocks. He was like, he was just owning a, it, bro. a hippie fisherman or something. Like hippie fisherman? Who? I know. I well, that was. It sounds like an Instagram. Is that someone's Instagram? Hippie fisherman, right? That's who. That, that's a, that's a surname, right? That should be a surname. Oh, is there a, is there an Instagram name you've come across before and you've been like, what the fuck? What oh, my favorite! That? Oh my god, my favorite ever so to this day is Anal Scuba. Yeah, that's the yeah. Best, that's the best Instagram name there is. You fucking uh, kidding haven't me? I have come across one like that, but that's now my favorite also. Yeah, yeah. J Rob, anything scuba. anything take you back? Anything surprise you? Um, probably not the answer you were looking for, but I had the person who has the actual Shutternug account message me. Oh not, no way! Like, without the two hundred seven. Yeah, yeah, she's had it for years. She has. A, Post nothing about cannabis, but she uh, someone tagged her when they were trying to tag me. So we had oh, a that's the best about it. Funny as hell. That is funny. <laughs> well, what was it to her? Uh, what was her surprise about that? Or or how did she take it? 
Um, she just thought she actually offered to uh, give me the. Oh, we know them. The two uh, shadow nuts. Straight should, up. Should have, oh no, they're, 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 I don't know this yeah, yeah, go ahead and grab Dimitri, them. Yeah. Casey. Yeah, yeah. Get them. Get them in here the, for a sec. It's OG, Dimitri. The OG yeah. patient crew. The OG patient <clears throat> crew. I remember when he was wearing. Uh, Shirley doesn't want to hear this, but the, he had a Sinsamia half cut shirt. And it was only half cut because it shrunk so much. Dimitri. <laughs> Dimitri did. Dimitri. <laughs> Dimitri, baby, get over here. Come on, brother. How are you? You got a moment? Oh, can we, can we see some Kendama tricks? Casey Moody, welcome to the house. Oh shit, don't break it. OG Shutterneck supporters, by the way. Oh yeah? Oh yeah. Dude, they're oh, very much period. so. Yeah. They, they've been uh, supporting the page for a long time. Did you throw off live or anything like that? I did. No, I'm sorry. They were dude. both no, um, first sure month not. being open. When we had yeah. first opened our doors at Since Mia, yeah, they well, were dude, like, like they were there within a week or so. Yeah, I'm pretty but, sure that's And that's back that. when, you know, they were all feeling it out. Now we're all, you know, I mean, it's much more aggressive yeah, now to go location to location. But they were locals in town and it couldn't have been better. They came in every day and we needed friends like that in the early days, too. You know, and you don't forget your friends like that. So Yeah, when I first got my card, I did the circuit. I tried to. Hit every store in the true. area just to see. In the what, Lewis and Auburn area? Yeah, I yep. tried. I don't think I went to all of them. But. What was, oh, yeah. what was yeah, your first yeah. one? Uh, well, I got my card at this thing. You did? So, on yeah. one of their um, yeah. nursing nights? or, or you know, uh, It was the one year. Oh, the one year anniversary? Yeah. 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 So that's when I got my card, and that and was my first med purchase. Had you had a relationship with them before that? No, I didn't really that was know sort, anyone. In was the that a getting to know them? Did you end up, did it turn no, into that? Let's all do our thing. Not just from getting my card there, but... Like I said, over the early oh, days, sure, sure, I was you want, yeah. buying product and, and shooting it on my own time. Yep. Yep. Okay. Right. I had to, I had to beg Rugged Roots to let me come shoot at their facility for like three months before they let me come yeah, out. Did yeah. You, when, did you, when did you, like, when was like your first, aha, I'm getting verified moment? Was there a company that hit you up or like, and you were just like, yo, like, I'm like, I'm on it. You know what I mean? Um, or like for a good, a good, maybe a good, like a, a company that was maybe like boost your confidence. Like, oh, this is what I'm kind of supposed to do. I mean, early on, I did some work with like Green Alchemist and King Pine that really oh, yeah. kind of accelerated the page. But no, when I when I did that rugged rugged roots harvest uh, shoot back in like December, that really kind of gave my page and my brand a huge bump. So. Hell yes. I kind of I kind of credit that as like the the up the break the breaking you know? yeah, yeah. The br broke the camel's back. Yo, isn't that very nice holding the bong like that? Hey, isn't if we can have strong? a moment yeah. with uh, Dimitri, Dimitri, an old friend of just oh, about. Oh, did you get that dog? Oh <laughs> my you, you god! Got the spike. <laughs> yes, I'm a beast. Let's go. Awesome. Suck it, Evan. You suck. I mean, we're a team. You're doing great, Evan, but I'm just better at you at this task. What's up, brother? I haven't seen you multiple times. Dude, I, dude, so, I caught it right on the stick, bro. Where, where'd you get? <laughs> so introduce yourself, my man. Hi. Uh, Take talk on the mic. Go ahead and get closer hi, to the mic. Mike. Hi, I'm Dimitri. You, I'm Dimitri. Dimitri, yes. Good to see you. So, Dimitri, are we, uh, where are you from? I'm from Lawston. I was born here. Born and raised? Yeah. Hell yeah. Dimitri, how do you know everybody here? No, I was born right at uh, CMMC. Because I went to high school and middle school with you. That's a good you got, Oh, life. so, hey, was this dude uh, as annoying in middle school and high school oh, as he dude, is now? No, <laughs> no, Evan was awesome. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Evan was awesome. Just have to say you're he the first so pro Evan person we've heard. Uh, dude, no, he was so hype. Like two or three times a week. No, no, he was an 
No, he was so he was hype. You guys got to meet over at Since Mia, right? Yeah. But yeah. you guys didn't. Did you know each other before that? Yeah. I knew him like way back. Way back. You guys are basically birth brothers. Pretty much. Yeah. So, uh, so what are your favorite strangers, Dimitri? Um. If you have any. Yeah, who are you smoking on these days? Yeah, well, what's, what's in your no. pot, Pommy? Okay, no, no, so you lately, can't look at your phone on this okay. one. Okay. Yes, you can. Everyone's <laughs> Mother's <laughs> Mercy what? How by can Hoot that be? Fam. Uh, Mother's Mercy by Hoot Family. Oh, I oh, yeah. love yeah. Mother's Mercy by them. The, the Shaq 420 actually uh, you had it? Had some. Dude, it's a very unique turp profile. Yeah. What do you like about it? Yeah. Uh, well, it put me to bed. I smoked <laughs> a lot and it put me to bed. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was nice. It felt good. Yeah. And that's what you were looking for. Yeah, I was looking for something to be funny. Able to relax. Fun was fact. it advertised as promise? A promised as advertised? Well, Which way? see, there was no like, <laughs> there was no advertisement. <laughs> it was just, yo, it's in this range. It's gonna cost this much. It's, oh, th- oh it's no! This. Don't let them lay down the law. You're nah. the boss, man. You're the boss in this situation. Will, you I, tell them what you're gonna pay. I don't, and they'll be lucky. Eh, I'll <laughs> never get anything that way no i live so far out i'll never get anything that right way. right that's fair yeah that's fair where's the first time we met uh do you remember i i think it was for the uh uh is it was some, some event because you you had uh one of your uh, elf costume. Oh, Bud, Bud the Elf. You <laughs> met Bud the Elf Christmas party. event. That was our first time meeting, huh? You met Bud the Elf. You're one of the few that met Bud the Elf. Are those all listed right here? You can recall like that? Yeah. Man, you're good. Oh, as, good. Long, as long as you give me a little bit of a lead. If you he's, give me a little bit of a lead, like outfit, yeah. You can yeah. fit it in? Yeah. Because I knew, like, I thought that was our answer, too. I thought that's what it was, but... <clears throat> Um, I've forgotten. I've what's forgotten your favorite store? So since you've been since you've been cruising loose and for a minute, what's your favorite store? Or favorite stores, no particular order. Or uh, you, can, you can let us know who's the best. I don't care. Strawberry Fields has some pretty decent edibles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked Cure's selection while they were open. Because they, they had a lowest uh, location. Yeah, right. COVID ended up uh, shutting down there. Yeah. Yep, their yeah. You just worked with them uh, recently, didn't you? Today. It was today? Yes, yeah, a few hours ago. Yeah. Wow. Shooting some of their new crop, new flavors coming on? Uh, I did a couple strains for them uh, last week, and then we did some, some menu work today. So not so much their product, but just stuff on, on their menu. Oh, okay. Oh, doing an overall shoot of in-store yeah. stuff? Yes. Oh, nice. Yep. Oh, good. So, Have you been doing that for a while now? Yeah, the weed maps, like menu type photography is a, a good market. So I, I do a fair amount of that. A couple delivery services and stores that I do that for. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good uh, good service that I provide. I like to do that. What's your favorite strain to shoot? I, 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 I guarantee it was asked, but I got to know. Because there's so many hard. pretty strains. We, yeah, we did talk about it earlier, and it's hard because not every strain looks the same from one grow to the next, but uh, I mean, GMO is a pretty funky one to shoot. It's always got some pretty interesting structure and it's always pretty pretty frosty and, and covered with trikes. So mm-hmm. if I had to pick one as far as a photography standpoint. Would it be the, um, would it be the frostiest you've shot? Or what strain, what strain was that? Would that have been a Mac perhaps? You know, the thing or do you think that, what do you think? So I've only shot Mac a couple times and I found that it's a lot, more necks than heads when it comes to trikes really windy necks and and because of that a lot of it gets lost in your you know curing and trimming process yep so i find that mac is uh not as good under macro as a lot of people might suspect unless you get it like right from the grower you know what i mean Mm -hmm. what it's uh i'm pretty sure you did it might have been gone so but i thought it was you what's the weirdest thing you found when you like zoomed up to the camera in the nug that like wasn't nug um, I found <laughs> flies before, and I'm not talking like mites or anything. No, but, like, right. A fly flew in the door at a grow and like got stuck in in the trikes. Yes, oh. yeah. So I've seen flies. I've seen trellis in like cured uh, flower. I've seen lots of hairs, animal hairs, human hairs. 
um, stuff that you can't even really see to the naked right, eye. Right, right. There's a good amount of pets in, in grows, oh, I've yeah. noticed. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, and when I tell growers, they're always like, oh, my, my gosh, you know, they feel so bad. And I tell them it's really widespread. It's just, it is what it is. It's and so I, hard. I still think it's like, well-maintained, but. Yeah, yeah. No. And, you know, sometimes it's more than others, but it's just really common. It's not mm. something that alarms me anymore now that I've seen it so much. Yep. Now, are you familiar with, have you seen Dimitri on Instagram with, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the history of what you do, okay. where it comes from? Dimitri can Okay, on. yeah, it's it's a Japanese skill toy. Now, they're not only made in Japan, but they originated there. Uh, there's a lot of American stick-based kendama companies. The big ones are Sweets and uh, Soul. They, uh, they're made out of wood and uh, string. Mm-hmm. And it's T-shaped or, or, yeah. or would it be referred to as like cross-shaped? Which way? No, I guess you could, you could say T-shaped. T-shaped? With a T-shaped with the ball. With elongations, of course, yeah. Right. Uh, uh, on the it, edges. It's a it's, uh, total three pieces. The ball, it has uh, a spike and a serrato. Uh, a serrato. Yeah, that's the Whoa. that's what you call the part that's two cups. Serrato. Serrato. And that yeah. thing right there. Oh, no way, me, dude. They call me the big serrato. <laughs> they will be. actually has like a whole subculture, and it's really involved. Mm-hmm. There, are, there are a lot of people that have like, dude. Is the whole thing is like do the same thing? Correct. Yeah. So like, like yeah, is whatever the color of the ball is, that means you're a boss. Like if you have like no, a, oh, no, there's, oh. that's just the, like there's so many different paints. It's, it's like glass. Yeah, there it's like a buoy, right? Makers. It's like the buoy. Yeah, they do their own finishes and stuff like that. It's, Ooh, and like you probably get different woods and shit on your. Oh, what's that? What's the word again? Um, uh, the can, ball itself kandama? is called the tama by itself. Sarama. Sarama? Katama? The, yeah, the ball is called the Tama. The, no, the tama. ball is called the Tama. Okay. Yeah. Word. Yep. Life is good, as Drake would say. Like he called it, it's a skill toy. It's pretty hard to get. Dude, I got it on the poke, so and I felt tr- like a G. Like That's a pretty G, damn good. Dude. That was pretty damn good, you yeah. You should see the more advanced stuff that these guys do on online. I feel like, are they like fire throwers? Is it a lot about movement? They, they take the ball, Whoa. and then they catch the stick part with the ball. Like crazy. Evan's still trying. Go ahead, Evan. Keep trying, bud. Keep trying, bud. Yeah, you, I want you to have as much fun as possible. Have as much fun as you can. How are you feeling, Evan? Are you, is your go, is shoulder going to hold up? It is Is your shoulder going to hold up? I am tired. <laughs> oh, dude, man. Come on. There are kids, women and kids here. Um. Oh, we were talking about Lewis and Auburn stores. Yeah, uh, I want to give a shout out to Treeline. Not a lot of people talk about them, but mm-hmm. great staff. Great selection. Yes, I Sunday Morning Farms and Meg has been there. Is, is it Treeline one time? You, you probably <laughs> deserved it. I would have thrown you out on your hair the first time. Yeah. Why not? But I would have invited the, the, you back for the, a second. The 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 flower the fly the flyer for though was very very misleading. It said giant smoke out, and but they did have a barbecue truck, which now I understand yeah, it makes more yeah. sense. But play on words, man. But hey, I, I'm the king of play hey, on words. But like, I was there. I, but uh, I was there. Yeah, yeah, you were. You were. We were in the back having a good old time. Yeah. And they said, no. I was there that day, but not. During the event, yeah, me and Doc. Doc was there, and then like, well, there's a video on my Instagram so about it. Look it up. Uh, Treeline had uh, some pretty good roots with a, a different type of network of growers or, or yeah. access, early access to um, uh, having relationships with. Uh, they were early on with uh, Lodestar, had a nice relationship going there. Best Friend Farms as well. These are gen- these had been regular people, contributors to what they were doing over there, as well as Sunday Morning Farms. I think there's there's a good network built into their core. And uh, um, I want to say that uh, Melting Pot was one also that I've been putting in. Was uh, Lone Tree also an early... Uh, I think one of the first times I saw them was over at uh, Treeline. I think you're right, yeah. Yeah, 
And so those are kind of names that we're recognizing a little bit more. Do you have chances to work with some of the newer? Yeah, um, I'm supposed to work with Lone Tree, I think, either this month or oh, this really? month. Yeah. Um, I had shot some of their flower that I had gotten at um, the Green Alchemist. Mm. Yep, I yeah. Oh! Oh, oh, ball catch doesn't mean anything, right? No, no, it's... No. An okay. added degree of difficulty. Oh, oh, oh okay. Like this, it's called. It's it's called an. Is it, th- is it therapeutic or is it upsetting? I mean, I saw you. I I, I live and breathe through you when I'm watching you play that on it's, there, and I'm like, come on, dude, both. you can do this. It's, it's is this a, a fail or is this going to be a good moment? And I'm looking for it. I like it. I grind for hours and I get angry. I do throw them. I like it when you upset the neighbors. Yeah, I guarantee I do. <laughs> uh, or you threaten to, don't you? I should have brought my dad back. Oh, well, uh, you know, uh, next time you're in the neighborhood, yeah, by all know. means. You didn't, you didn't know you were going to be stopping in. Yeah. We don't know when we're going to be here, but we'll be here. I know. So if time's right, we can pull that off. Crazy. Yeah. Um. Who are some of the others uh, that you're... uh, Do you like jumping around? Do you like being able to see all kinds of different brands? I like being able to... That's part of the fun, isn't it? I like being able to kind of mend or um, adjust my services to fit what different companies need. So I offer anything from... So if it's going to be store shots like you were mentioning earlier, (laughs) it's going to be store shots. Right. If it's going to be product or individual products... Yeah, it just depends. Creating on, menus. Yeah, it just depends on what what people need. I try to, I try to market myself to be able to cover all bases. So. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I like that Maine has so many different cannabis companies that are just doing really great stuff. It mm-hmm. Feels like there's no sort of no shortage of people to work with, and every time I think I know everybody, you know, somebody new pops up or someone new comes on the scene. Um, so the community up here is just going crazy right now. It's really thriving. Just feel lucky to be a part of it. Yeah, no, you guys uh, as a as a grouping, there's great representation of uh, the marijuana community through what you guys are doing for, as a group of photographers. I I can't speak to how big that group is. Maybe just under a dozen or so that are kind of representing a, a good like market. Yeah, I mean, everyone does it to, to varying degrees. Sure, like yeah. Some people right. really just do it for fun or as a hobby. Yeah. Um, and some of us are a little more business oriented about it. But yeah, I would say there's about 10 or so of us um, that do it. And some people aren't local to Maine. Like there's a few photographers that that I follow and that I communicate with who are in like other New England states. Mm-hmm. But because Maine's market is, is thriving like it is, they come up. They've here. come up here for yeah, it. Yeah. And they, they'll get products and bring them down there to shoot. So um, I include those guys because they, they do represent the main yep. medical market as far as the products go. Any uh, any names that you've recognized or, or people that you're liking their work on a, on a New England level or even a national level? Any um, eyes that you like uh, looking toward? And would that have started a while back or is this something you've really followed? Um, um, I do follow some other cannabis photographers that are on a more national level, but for the most part, I only follow people who follow me. So yep. a lot of those guys and especially the guys who are doing it at like such a higher level it's almost discouraging to watch them because it's like, you know, I'll never be there. But, uh, no, I had somebody, uh, Vlad, I, I, I'm going to struggle with the actual handle, but there was a bigger cannabis photographer who dropped by my page and commented on one of my pictures. So that kind of stuff's really Oh, cool. nice. Was that recent? Yeah, or, that yeah. was within the past couple of weeks. I can't even remember the exact post. but What was, was it in regards cool. to? What was the shot? Uh, let me look. I'd have yeah, to if you don't it. mind, that'd be great. Yeah. And uh, we'll add in this video if we have that capability. <laughs> if not, we'll put up a prop picture of whatever you're holding up. <laughs> Remember, we were supposed to have, that's what we need as a prop for this. We need some sort of plastic bud that represents all the bud we ever see. Uh, we we have like an this. extract that's universal for the BHL type, and then we have the one for the hash. We need these type of like fluffy toys to throw. Or whatever they are. So it was it was at visuals Let's, by Vlad. That was the uh, the photographer, and it was on the picture of Great Pie from uh, Green Alchemist Company. Oh, nice. Yep. 
That's nice. getting washed by Hiker Trash. That's going to be available in their store. In Hiker Trash is doing some amazing stuff right now, aren't they? Yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal extractor. Um, you're going to see a lot coming from him in the next couple months. He's. I've luckily got to try them. You did? Yeah. What was it? Uh, do you remember? Uh, I Where mean, was this? Over at Sins or not, someplace else? No, it was not. It was out of town. I, I went to... Are you still going to some dispensaries out of town? Yeah. Are you guys able to? Yeah. yeah. When, when, when we're out of town, we try to hit as many as we can to try to help the local like dispensaries because that's the thing to do. Yep. Uh, yep. Well uh, said. Good at, thing. Atlantic Farms is nice. Uh, I like their setup. Um, I, I, I want to try, uh, I think it's black tie. Out in green? Yeah. I, I, yep. dro I drove by, but... It was. Uh, you like to do drive-bys first. No, I, I just, I wasn't. I would like. I, I tried to say, hey, can we stop? But they were like, no. I'm personally in a hurry. Your kidnappers like, Yo, wouldn't look, let you go, is what I'm, you're saying? Yeah, Yo, I'm like, but look, I'm, I'm paying for gas. Can, oh man, least, if you're paying for gas, they should be stopping, can, right? Anybody else? Can we stop? Thoughts in? on that? If you're paying for the gas, they should have stopped. 